and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today begins our next week in our chronological study of the Gospels and our year with Jesus. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies selections of the Gospels in chronological order for four days each week, listening to the Word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the Word to your life. On day one, we let the Word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head and just listen to the Word. And as you listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written, that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in his name. Amen. The public ministry begins in Judea. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, while Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod was tetrarch of Galilee. His brother Philip was tetrarch of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, and Lysanias was tetrarch of Abilene. During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into the whole region around the Jordan, baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, and saying, Repent, because the kingdom of heaven is near. Yes, this is he of whom this was spoken in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet. Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare the way for you. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Every valley will be filled, and every mountain and hill will be made low. The crooked will become straight, and the rough ways smooth. And everyone will see the salvation of God. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem and all the region around the Jordan were going out to him. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River as they confessed their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming for his baptism, he said to them, You offspring of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Therefore produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Do not think of saying to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that God is able to raise up children from Abraham from these stones. Already the axe is ready to strike the root of the trees. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. The crowds began to ask him, What should we do then? He answered them, Whoever has two shirts should share with the person who has none, and whoever has food should do the same. Tax collectors also came to be baptized. 
They said, Teacher, what should we do? To them he said, Collect no more than what you were authorized to do. Soldiers were also asking him, And what should we do? He told them, Do not extort money from anyone by force or false accusation. Be satisfied with your wages. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might be the Christ. John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but someone mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing shovel is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor. He will gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then with many other words, he appealed to them and was preaching good news to the people. Then when all the people were being baptized, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee to be baptized by John at the Jordan. But John tried to stop him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, because it is proper for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then John let him. After Jesus was baptized, he immediately went up out of the water. Suddenly, while he was praying, the heavens were torn open for him. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and landing on him, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. I am well pleased with you. Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and the Spirit immediately sent Jesus out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals. He did not eat anything during those days. When they came to an end, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Then the devil led him to Jerusalem, the holy city, and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, because it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and they will lift you up with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It says you shall not test the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory in a moment of time. The devil told him, I will give you all this power and the glory of these kingdoms if you will bow down and worship me. It has been entrusted to me, and I can give it to anyone I want. So if you worship me, it will all be yours. Then Jesus said to him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. When the devil had finished every temptation, He left him until an opportune time. Just then angels came and served him. This is the testimony John gave when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, 
who are you? He confessed and did not deny. He confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, who are you then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? No, he answered. Then they asked him, who are you? Tell us so we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. They had been sent from the Pharisees. So they asked John, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? I baptize with water, John answered. Among you stands one you do not know. He is the one coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. These things happened in Bethany beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I was talking about when I said, The one coming after me outranks me because he existed before me. I myself did not know who he was, but I came baptizing with water so that he would be revealed to Israel. John also testified, I saw the Spirit descend like a dove from heaven and remain on him. I myself did not recognize him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, The one on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this myself and have testified that this is the Son of God. The next day John was standing there again with two of his disciples, when John saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned around and saw them following him, he asked, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He told them, Come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying. They stayed with him that day. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his own brother Simon and say to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Looking at him, Jesus said, You are Simon, son of Jonah. You will be called Cephas, which means Peter. The next day, Jesus wanted to leave for Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the hometown of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Nazareth, can anything good come out of there? Come and see, Philip told him. Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him and said about him, Truly, here is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, How do you know me? Jesus answered, Before Philip called you, while you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, 
Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus replied, You believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. Then he added, Amen, amen, I tell you. You will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Three days later, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. Jesus' mother was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does that have to do with you and me? My time has not come yet. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Six stone water jars, which the Jews used for ceremonial cleansing, were standing there, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus told them, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he said to them, Now draw out some out and take it to the master of the banquet. And they did. When the master of the banquet tasted the water that had now become wine, he did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The master of the banquet called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when the guests have had plenty to drink, then the cheaper wine. You have saved the, be- the good wine until now. This the beginning of his miraculous signs Jesus performed in Cana of Galilee. He revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother, brothers, and disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. The Jewish Passover was near, so Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and money changers sitting at tables. He made a whip of cords and drove everyone out of the temple courts along with the sheep and oxen. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those selling doves, he said, Get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a place of business. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. So the Jews responded, What sign are you going to show us to prove you can do these things? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up again. The Jews said, It took 46 years to build this temple. Are you going to raise it in three days? But Jesus was speaking about the temple of his body. When Jesus was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this. Then they believed the scripture and what Jesus had said. While he was in Jerusalem for the Passover festival, many believed in his name as they observed the miraculous signs he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, was not entrusting himself to them because he knew them all. He did not need anyone to testify about man because he himself knew what was in man. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these miraculous signs you are doing unless God is with him. Jesus replied, Amen, amen, I tell you. Unless someone is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? 
He cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born, can he? Jesus answered, Amen, amen, I tell you. Unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Whatever is born of the flesh is flesh. Whatever is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be surprised when I tell you that you must be born from above. The wind blows where it pleases. You hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. How can these things be? asked Nicodemus. You are the teacher of Israel, Jesus answered, and you do not know these things? Amen, amen, I tell you. We speak about what we know, and we testify about what we have seen. But you people do not accept our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man who is in heaven. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The one who believes in him is not condemned, but the one who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This is the basis for the judgment. The light has come into the world, yet people loved the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. In fact, everyone who practices wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light or else his deeds would be exposed. But the one who does what is true comes towards the light, in order that his deeds may be seen as having been done in connection with God. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside where he spent some time with them and was baptizing. John was also baptizing in Anon near Salim because there was plenty of water there. People kept coming and were being baptized for John had not been thrown into prison yet. Then an argument broke out between John's disciples and a certain Jew about purification. His disciples came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one who is with you across the Jordan, about whom you testified, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. John answered, A man cannot receive a single thing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves are witnesses that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent ahead of him. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and listens for him is overjoyed when he hears the bridegroom's voice. So this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. The one who comes from above is superior to everyone. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in a way that belongs to the earth. The one who comes from heaven is is superior to everyone. He testifies about what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. The one who has received his testimony has certainty 
has certified that God is true. In fact, the one whom God has sent speaks God's words, for God gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has put everything in his hands. The one who believes in the Son has eternal life, but the one who rejects the Son will not see life. Instead, God's wrath remains on him. After John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and because of all the evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked John in prison. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.